Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Footy Tips. We are continuing our season previews for 2023 and you know so far I've covered the Tigers, the New Zealand Warriors and the Newcastle Knights. Go check those ones yet if you haven't. They're available wherever you guys listen to your favourite podcast or at least Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor or as I mentioned anywhere else that you guys listen to your favourite shows. So today we're going to be covering the Gold Coast Titans and their 2023 chances the NRL season starts in eight days' time, only eight days away, and my regular weekly show will kick off next Tuesday night when the Round 1 team list drop. I'm going to preview every game of Round 1 and every game all year. That will be available next Tuesday, but over the course of the next week, I'm also going to season preview every single team in the NRL. This is only the fourth one I've done so far, so there's plenty to look forward to on Steve's NRL free tips. Check them all out, and as I mentioned, today we're talking about the Gold Coast Titans and... They finished 13th on the ladder last season. Another one of these teams that only had six wins and 18 losses on the board. There was a disastrous 10-game losing streak there. And, you know, in that period, they lost 15 out of 16 games. Their opening month was promising last year, Gold Coast. Um, you know, they won two games, but they almost beat their Parramatta Eels. It fell apart a little bit in round three when they were up, I think it was 22-4 to against, Newcastle, uh, against the Canberra Raiders in the second half before they... You know, completely collapsed and lost 24-22. to 22. And, you know, overall this, this season and that disastrous run um, really put Justin Holbrook, their head coach, under a lot of pressure. But at the back end of the year, they won three of the last four. They looked uh, like they were on the improve. And you look at their squad heading into 2023, and, um, you know, obviously a lot of changes have to be made. They conceded... 28 points a game last year. Their attack was a little bit better than a lot of teams around that position on the ladder they were in. But, um, you know, they they did uh, bleed a few young guys and, and put them through the first grade system. Guys like Jojo Fafita and, and Cleese Huss, um, they look good. Um, and it looks like there's, you know, some new guys that are also going to be in the system this year as well. Jaden Campbell got some more first grade last year. So, Overall, looking at their future, I think this is going to be a ex- very exciting football team, the Gold Coast Titans. I think it's a score a team that can score plenty of points and score them quickly. However, the defense, like a lot of these lower sides in the NRL, is a big concern for me. And Gold Coast, if you go back and look a couple of years ago, I think it was at the back end of 2021, they won five in a row there in their season. And what they did is they won those games based on defense. I think that... The exciting youth that Gold Coast have in their team always means that they'll be able to score a lot of points, and they're really a team that seems to develop a lot of these young players, and a lot of their play, a lot of players begin their career at the Gold Coast Titans. Um, I mean, even looking at paper this year, the likes of AJ Brimson, Big Tino, who's you know one of the best, best props in the game, their captain Tino Silvamalali, David Fafita, Bo Firma. All these guys, Tanner Boyd as well, have all came through the system at Gold Coast and um, you know really played their first first grade footy at the club. And has been a, it's been a real you know foundation and and I guess playground for this young talent to really come through the NRL and and show their potential. However, the Gold Coast Titans as a unit and as a team over the last decade plus has always been about that potential and you know sometimes I guess that potential hasn't really translated to wins and ultimately making the finals on a consistent basis. And 
One of my best mates, Matt Dupond, I host a movie podcast with him called What Have We Been Watching? Go check that out if you'd like. And he's been a guest on Steve's done our old footy tips multiple times. He's a diehard fan of this Gold Coast Titans club, but I know how frustrated the likes of him and the rest of the Gold Coast Titans fans can get when the team's struggling. And, you know, with that, I guess, party atmosphere at Gold Coast, I think at times their commitment can be a little bit questioned. But... In looking at this lineup this year, there's no pre- no question that Justin Holbrook, he's under a lot of pressure to perform. But I think that when you look at this team, you can really see a lot of benefits um, of the work that he's done over the last few years. And I think some of these younger players are starting to mature. And if you go and we look at the, um, the recruitment that Gold Coast has had over the past 12 months, I think it's been um, pretty impressive, to be honest. I think they've got some key men, some key signings in there that could help their lineup. In particular, three big names that I think are going to make a big difference to this Gold Coast Titans side in 2023. Sam Verrills from the Sydney Roosters. If he can stay fit, I think he's one of the most exciting hookers in the game. He was fantastic in the Sydney Roosters' 2019 campaign, and I think he scored the first try of that grand final. He you know, has no problem getting through the work rate. Uh, 40, 50 tackles a game. I think that he serves there to dummy half's good. And I think he can add a lot to this team moving forward. Aaron Shoup, I think, is a big loss for the uh, Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. I know there's a lot of excitement around their Bulldogs and their chances in 2023. But I think, again, one of the most promising up-and-coming centers in the game, Aaron Shoup. And I think that he will continue his development and be very exciting there at Gold Coast. And Kieran Foran is exactly what the Gold Coast Titans need, and that is a leader, that is an experienced playmaker, and someone they can really rely on when it's tough out there, and he can lead uh, from example and from his performance on the field. I think he's had a complete resurgence at the Manly Seagulls over the last few years, and you know it's going to be weird seeing him out of Manly colours again, but I think that his leadership is going to be invaluable for the Gold Coast Titans club. And at first, last year, I remember when it got announced, I was questioning that signing, saying, well, is his best days past him? I think that the mentorship that he's going to add to these young playmakers in continuing their development and you know that calmness that he's going to bring to the field is going to help them um, really with their general kicking and game organization, game management. I think that he's going to be crucial at least for 2023 and hopefully for the next few years as they build, um, I guess, and, and nurture these young guys and keep a lot of these young guys in the side. I think they can be very... Um, very competitive over the next few years, no doubt about it. So um, I think there's a, some real promise in the Gold Coast Titans outfit. And if we go to the, the NRL website, they're predicted round one team. They've got AJ Brimson at fullback, and I think that he's been carrying this organisation on his back the last few years, him and Big Tino. Um, no doubt he's one of their most exciting players and definitely a state of origin representative and um, he is in that level for me, uh, AJ Primson. The wingers, Jojo Fafida and uh, interesting, uh, Alofiana Khan Pereira who has been outstanding if we're going off their trial forms. they've they've He's really stepped up. I think he scored three tries in the space of 12 minutes last weekend and he's an exciting finisher, no doubt about it. Hopefully he can show what he's got potential-wise in the NRL this year. Aaron Shoup, who I've already mentioned, and Philip Semi will be the starting centres, according to NRL.com. Uh, the Haas, Kieran Foran, and Tenneth Boyd. Tenneth Boyd, also a really young, exciting playmaker. I think Kieran Foran and Holbrook can really nurture him and make him a leader of the future here for this Gold Coast Titans club. The forward pack, Fodawaker, 
and Big Tino. Their hooker, Sam Verrill. The second uh, second role is David Fafita and Bo Firma. No doubt that David Fafita's under a lot of pressure this year, and it's a big season. We don't know where he's going to end up, if he's going to stay at the Titans or go somewhere else. I know the Raiders were interested there for a while, but it's safe to say he hasn't lived up to his potential. And, um, you know, that defensive work rate, I think, really has to be improved, and he's got to be a better defender, and he's got to really step up take the hard carries out from his own half, which I just don't think he has, he has done. And he really goes missing in big games, but I think it's a huge season for Fafita. Aaron Clark he will be their starting lock, and then on the bench they've got Jaden Campbell, Joloth, Lou, and Stimson. Outside of their 17, they've got their other new recruit, Chris Randall. I think that he's a handy backup hooker they have there. Toby Sexton, again, he had a lot of... Um, pressure on him last year and I think that he still might have a bit to offer to a first grade club I just think that at the Gold Coast Titan system to bring in a, a brand new halfback last year of no one beside him it really hurt his confidence and I think that the Titans did him no favor favors by you know persisting with him while they were really struggling because as I said I think he's a talented game manager and I think he's got a lot to add to the NRL but Last year, he didn't have someone like Kieran Foran alongside him to really help um, someone experienced that he can lean on and, and you know get advice from and learn from. And that's an advantage Tanner Boyd will have. We know Tanner Boyd's going to be playing seven, and he's got that natural running game there as well. But if for some reason that doesn't work out, I don't see a reason why you can't bring Toby Sexton in there. And I think that he, um, even if he's not playing first grade this year, could learn a lot from Kieran Foran and could improve overall as a footballer. Um, you know, there's other guys as well, um, like Paul Turner, an, another promising playmaker potentially. He's got a lot of potential there as well. And um, Brian Kelly, he's suspended. Patrick Herbert's injured, so they're going to come into the back line as well. But overall, you look at this tie on the side in 2023, you see a lot of potential. There's no doubt that Justin Holbrook's going to be under pressure. Those early games that they have, they don't have the easiest first month, the Gold Coast Titans. I think they've got um, the Tigers and then maybe the Dragons at Wynn Stadium followed by the Cowboys and the Storm, a couple of really tough games, and then a buy in round five. So if they can suddenly manage six points out of those first three, uh, first five rounds, and you expect those first two rounds would be where they're most likely to get those two wins, um, then they can really kickstart their season and, and hit the ground running, so to speak. Kieran Foran seems confident, and he seems like he's really determined to get this Gold Coast Titans side back competitive, and Tino's been an inspirational leader for years, but... Um, you know, I think their future is not on the likes of David Fafita and um, and etc. The guys that um, and Mo Fodawaker and those guys. I, I think Mo Fodawaker is a fantastic player, but I think it's more about this young talent and, and nurturing them and developing them. And um, while they're really exciting, I don't think they're going to be a finals team in twenty twenty three. I think that they've still got some development in them, still got some nurturing. Um, to do to become consistent NRL first graders. I do have them at 12, and I actually had them lower at the start of the week. I've upped them a little bit. I've, I like what I've seen from the Titans and their trials. I think it was a great effort against the Dolphins last week, and I think that even the week before that against the Broncos, um, they were really competitive. And, you know, they, they do leak points, and that's going to be an issue that they're going to have to work on throughout the season. And I think Holbrook's really probably concentrated on that in the offseason. I would hope so, at least. But, um, yeah, man, I... I think there's, as I mentioned, that key word, potential for Gold Coast. Their potential in the next few years is going to be unlimited. But at the moment, I've got them winning and playing an exciting brand of football, but not winning enough to uh, to make the eight and be competitive with those bigger sides. So I'm going to, the Gold Coast Titans finishing 12th in, uh, sorry, 13th. No, 12th. I've got them finishing 12th. 
They finished 13th last year. I'm all over the shop. I've got them finishing 12th in 2023. What do you guys think? Do you think that the Titans are going to uh, struggle in 2023, or do you think that with this exciting youth kind of and you know mixed with some experience by the likes of Foran and, and Big Tino, do you think it's a, a season where they could potentially sneak in and be a, a smoky for the top eight? Let us know and uh, make sure you check out the rest of these season previews as they drop. As I mentioned, Steve's NRL Footy Tips Round 1 Prediction Show comes out next Tuesday night. Check that out. And thank you guys for supporting the show as always. I'll see you next time on Steve's NRL Footy Tips.